Let's start off by giving everyone a big wave. Welcome everyone. Once again, this is another bonus group coaching call from the Serving Circle. Those of you who are not yet part of the Serving Circle, uh, please join us, join our group. I'll put the links in the chat in a minute. Um, but I love highlighting people. I love being able to spotlight people from the Serving Circle because I know I don't have all the answers. I have uh, some areas of expertise, but I know that within the serving circle of such an engaging community that everyone's got a bunch of different skills, experience, expertise that we can all help each other. So I decided to start running these calls where we can do a, a group call that's more around coaching. There are wealth and experience regarding this topic, but really what it comes down to is uh, this isn't necessarily a just a presentation. We want some engagement, we want some Q&A, and we definitely want to have uh, some tangible ways to help you all. So feel free to engage in the chat. Feel free to engage um, with Barbara, but I'm excited to do this topic. And the reason being is because nothing there's nothing more important besides your energy and the vibration which you come from uh, everything in business is communication. You're all on this call. Why? You probably heard about it. You probably read something or heard something that made you want to join. Correct? Everything you do online in business is because of communication. So question, how often do you schedule time throughout the week for you to actively work on improving your communication. Some of you can raise your hand because you're on this call. You're on for an hour or whatever, and you're working on this communication piece because as you sell, as you network, as you get to know people, as you engage with your audience, it's all about effective communication. And I know when it comes to sales, I know when it comes to networking, I know when it comes to making those relationships more effective and finding win-wins for everyone, people get stuck. They're like, what do I say? How do I say it? What do I do next? When do I sell? When don't I? Um, how do I do it? How do I do it without being pushy, without being sleazy? Make profit for our businesses to be sustainable. So Barbara is going to teach us all about effective conscious communication. Uh, how we can build those relationships and how you can have the other person feel like, oh, they get me. That's how she describes it. Oh, they get me. As they, as you have that feeling with the people you engage with, do you think that's going to boost referrals? Do you think it's going to boost clients? Do you think it's going to boost business relationships? You bet that like no, that like no trust factor, when that's higher, everything starts to elevate. So show of hands, who is sick of hearing my voice and wants to hear from Barbara? Yeah, everyone. Let's make it happen. Barbara, how are you? Well, thank you, Tyson. I, you know, I, I could listen to you. So I didn't raise my hand. So no. <laughs> but thank you for for sharing with everyone what we're what we're about today. And do I have the ability to share my screen? Yes, I was about to make you co-host. Okay, great. So you now have and also, 
And so also just tell me if I'm sharing my screen and I have it on gallery view, can I kind of sort of see the people that are in the room as well? Okay. I, I will play with it. We'll see. Yep. I know I've done this before and I, every time I get on, I kind of wander my way through it. So yep. let me tell you a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Barbara Dawson. I live in uh, New Mexico, USA. It's a state that's between Texas and Arizona. We're below Colorado. And most people think we're a part of Mexico. We're not. We are actually in the USA. And I live in a little bitty village of about uh, 8,000 people. I am a mother of four. I've been married for 44 years, the 15th of this month. So, um, and I have been in sales for at least 32 years. And it's not sales, and I've been in sales like, and I hate to say in the trenches because I just don't like the way that sounds, but I can't think of another way to say it. But meaning I've been out doing the work, doing sales. And just a wee bit about me, um, I also started out as a sign language interpreter. When I met my husband, he was totally deaf, and I was a sign language interpreter at the university. So the, the teacher would talk and I'd sign. So I got really good at listening, listening and processing concepts very quickly. In fact, when my husband went on to take uh, his pre-meds so he could become a chiropractor, I was teaching things like I wasn't teaching. I was signing things like organic chemistry, neuroanatomy, anatomy, cellular biology, embryology, all the ologies all of those. So I got real good at getting the words to come out. Don't say I recognize, you know, I, I knew what I was doing. So that's a little bit about me. So you know where I'm coming from. And if all of a sudden I start waving my arms around, it will probably make sense. I, I tend to use my hands a lot. So I'm going to share my screen. And if you can come on on camera, that would be great. I love to see who I'm talking to. Um, so hopefully you can all see my screen, kind of wave at me if you can see my screen. Definitely okay. can. All right, great. So yeah, the name of my business is Purple Mulch. I don't have time to tell you why I'm called Purple Mulch, but I am. Um, that's That's what I do. I love the color purple. And I also love to mulch people. If you don't want mulching, it's like a big, big pillow. So today what I'm going to do, and what I'm doing is also what I teach. So you can kind of watch and see what I'm doing and go from there. I always start with an agenda. People like to know where they are, where they're going. We're going to talk about authentic, what that means to you. We're going to go through some things that happen when you do authentic communication and um, I'm going to see if I can move this way. It don't look like I'm looking away. Um, active listening. Many of you have probably in your life gone, oh, I know what active listening is. I got that. Yeah. And then I'm going to go into understanding and what that is and how that kind of tweaks it. We will be doing some breakout rooms today. I'm going to be putting two people in a room. Um, I don't have that preset. So I don't know if Tyson, you've ever done that before breakout rooms, but if you want to put people in random get them ready to go into two people in a room, that'll be great. So let's move on. 
there is a conversation going on whenever we're talking to other people about, you know, we meet them in a networking group or we meet them even at the serving circle. There's a conversation going on. And that conversation is between me and you if we're talking. And we think, oh, this is good. You know, we're, we're having a conversation. I'm learning about you. You're learning about me. We're, we're having a conversation. But there's also a conversation between you and you and me and me. And that conversation may be more about when is it going to be my turn to talk? I don't really think I have any interest in what they're talking about. I want them to tell them about my thing. When, when is it going to be my turn? Or, oh my goodness, they seem like they really know what they're doing. <gasps> Gee, maybe, you know, whatever the conversation is, good, bad, or indifferent, but what we have to learn how to do is to turn that off. Because if we don't turn off the conversation between me and me and you and you, it will dramatically impact our conversations. Sorry, Barbara, one second. Are the slides, yes. are the slides meant to be changing here? Yes, they didn't. No, that we just see the front. We just see the the first slide for the purple uh, mulch. Well, shoot, hang on. So you probably shared shared the uh, probably shared the wrong. There we go. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to here. Here's our agenda. This was kind of fun. There's a conversation going on. You had to think, oh, what is it? Oh yeah, so there it is. Oh yeah, you and you, me and me. Now is it moving? Hands up. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. So I love this quote. And anytime, Tyson, I'm not moving forward, please let me know. Yeah, you're good. An open ear is the only believable sign of an open heart, said David Augsburger. Um, he's, he's someone I found a quote in a book from him one time, and I then had to look him up, figure out who he was. I love some of his quotes. He does a lot with people. So here's audience interaction, people participate. The fundamental unit of success in business is what? Is everyone frozen? Come off mute and answer please. Or are you putting it in the chat and I can't see the chat? Fundamental unit of success in business is what? Listening. Listening, that's a good one. And what's another one? What's that? Communica communication. Communication. Respect. Listening. Respect. Delegating. Delegating. Is that what you said, Mark? Yeah. Delegating. Yep. Okay. What else? A acknowledging. Acknowledging. What a asking. fundamental unit. What's that? Asking questions. Asking questions. Well, let's see what my slide says. Empathy. A, a conversation. What was that, Gillian? Empathy. Empathy. Okay, good. All of those are wonderful. But where I see it as the fundamental unit of success in any business is a conversation. Because if we don't have a conversation, generally speaking, we don't move our businesses forward. So active listening, raise of hands. How many of you have like studied active listening? You feel like you, you do active listening. You've been around the block with active listening a bunch of times. Yeah, active listening, good. 
So what is active listening? I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because we're going to start practicing. Is number one to be present. Tyson, I love your beginning. Okay, let's all take a deep breath. And in the serving circle, for those of you that haven't been there, it's okay, everybody take a deep breath. And now we're going to do some meditation. Get this really grounded and centered. Be present. I love to go into a, a meeting, a conversation with someone with an intention. What's my intention when I speak to this person? Ah, I want to be present. I want to hear them. I want to get what's theirs, what's important to them. Part of that is by nodding, maintain eye contact. It's kind of hard on Zoom to maintain eye contact, but in person for sure, be there. Don't, you know, be on your phone. Don't be doing all the other stuff. Verbally, it's doing things like, uh-huh. Oh, hmm. I mean, not so much that they feel like they're being cut off, but when the person you're talking to is speaking, give them a nod. Let them know you get them. Um, you can say things like, oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I got it. My, my oldest daughter, she kind of does this too much. Sometimes I think she's saying to me, mom, be quiet. I know that. Move on. Because you're like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, stop already. Don't do that to each other. It's not fun. Also, smile. Nothing brings us together quite as easily as a smile. I've worked with people who are so shy they can't even talk to anybody. And I go, just go around the mall and smile at people. That's all you have to do. And that starts the conversation. Oops. Hey Barbara, I've got a request. Know. When it comes to yes, the, um, when it comes to the breakout rooms, do you want to mm -hmm. do um, do you want to do a section towards the end, so that so that people can when they're watching the recording here or if they're watching live on Facebook, we actually have the uh, the components that they can participate in, which is listening yes. to the towards the end. You know, I hadn't even thought about that because we can't record the breakout rooms. So maybe what I'll do instead of a breakout room, now that you've set them up, is maybe grab a couple of people and do a role play with them okay. and then ask everybody. And we can do that toward the end or we can just send them off at homework, which let's play with it and see what happens. Sure. Okay. Thank you for that. All right. So my my screen did change, right? You got it. Okay. So the other thing about active listening, it is about asking questions, open-ended questions. Um, anybody want to quickly unmute and just give me a word or two about what do I mean by open-ended? Something that doesn't have a direct... Um, something that's not a yes or no question. It's something that they oh. have to elaborate on. Yes, exactly. And Liz, I saw you also unmute. What were you going to say? Um, asking who, what, where, how, when, and sometimes why. Yes, those are great things to start an open-ended question with. And they're on the next sheets also. Be interested. Thank you both, um, Renee and Liz. Be interested. Not interesting. What I find in sales is that sometimes people get talking and they talk so much because it's almost like they think, if I tell you enough and I'm interesting enough, you're going to buy from me. I'll, I'll, I'll throw enough 
spaghetti on the wall, some of it will stick. Be interested, not interesting. Be curious. And then what are you listening for when you're typically, what are we listening for when we're in conversation? Think about the last conversation you had with your spouse, your son, your daughter, your friend. What are we just, what are we generally listening for? And some of you may not want to admit this. A common ground. Maybe a common ground. Yes. What do we have in common? Oh, you have a kid in soccer. So do I. It could be, how can I help? Mm -hmm. Yes. Waiting for an opening. Oh, this is what they said they needed. Oh, I can help with that. Yeah. My request is pay attention to how much time you spend thinking about when is it going to be my turn? Oh, you just said you want to, I don't know, somebody throw out there, what's your, what's your business? What do you do? Somebody give me a word. What do you do? Love, what kind of business? Love. Yeah. Love. Love. Okay. Love. So someone says to you, Renee, oh man, what I'm looking for is more love in my life. I really want more love in my life. I want to love myself better. I want to love the world better. And uh, you may be going, woohoo, I can help. Yay, give me, oh, 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 let me have a turn. And I'm going to ask you, don't listen for what you, when you get to have a turn. Listen deeper. Listen more. And there you go, Liz. There's your question. Who, what, when, where, how? If you begin questions with those words, you'll find that people will tell you more. So if I said to you, where, you know, where in the world are you? Now you might say, oh, I'm in the UK or I'm in Australia or I might, but if, if we will work with those words instead of saying, do you live in the United States? No. Oh, now it's like 20 questions. Do you live in Europe? No. How about Canada? No. Okay, so open-ended question. Where do you live? Oh, I live in Canada. Canada. Oh, where in Canada? What do you love about Canada? How long have you lived in Canada? So we use those words to dive deeper. Other great questions are what I call open lid questions. So any of you that have done a call with me, and if I didn't know you before, you'll often hear me say, Walk me through a day in the life of Maureen. I want to know what you do. Or describe to me what you love most about your business. Today, I got on a call with somebody I hadn't talked to in a while. It was a follow-up. Felt a little awkward. And I said, tell me, because she said she's been doing all this stuff. She's really, really busy. I said, tell me, what's the most fun you have going on in your life right now with all the things you're doing. Open it up. She talked for about 10 minutes and all I had to do was say, uh-huh, really? Ooh, that sounds good. Sounds like fun. And then the last thing is base your next question, excuse me, on the answer that they gave you. So if somebody says, wow, what's been, that's somebody, somebody pop in here. Um, 
somebody I haven't heard from, Sandy or Amy or who else do I see on this sheet? Abin, somebody unmute. Hello. Good, yes. Abin, thank you. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. Okay, hey, Abin. So what I wanna do is I wanna make it kind of short. So, so you may wanna tell me, if I say, walk me through a day in the life of Abin, you may wanna say, well, I was born in this year, in this little town, and this is how I grew up. And at the age of three, I don't wanna hear that. I, I, we don't have time. That's more for a one-on-one. -on -one. But Abin, walk me through a day in the life of Aven with the northern lights in the background. Tell me about you. Uh, well, I generally get up and meditate for a bit. I do a pretty interesting form of energy healing that was dropped on me by the universe. So I'm in the process of navigating what that means and how it works and all of that. Um, but I usually so meditate me, for a me... bit. Let me interrupt you there because you said something that I want, and I normally don't like to interrupt people, but I'm going to in this situation. So you said you meditate every morning and then the universe dropped something on you. Tell me more about what that is. Ah, well, I had a spiritual awakening in 2021 and was given a brand new modality that's called rainbow magic as mm -hmm. far as the universe is concerned. And so uh, because I was an analytical person by trade like an engineer i have been on a three and a half year journey to figure out okay what is this thing what does it do is it a real modality am i just crazy like all of these different mm -hmm. parts of navigating having a brand new energy healing modality been gifted from the universe essentially <laughs> well Avin, it sounds like i mean when i hear you speak you light up you speak with more energy. You talk about it in a way that is like exciting for you and you're figuring it out. Very nice. So at this point, I wouldn't stop. Thank you for helping me with the role play, Avin. But I could go no anywhere with his conversation, a rainbow modality, energy healing, any of those things that I have some interest in, or even what is your meditation in the morning? So I'm going to base my questions on what I know about him. Now, what are you doing in your head? Not thinking, oh, wait, when is it going to be my turn? Oh, 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 I want to talk about my meditation. I want to talk about my energy healing or what I use for healing. But if I can really get into a conversation with Aubin and he feels heard, he feels like I care that I'm interested, we have a stronger likelihood of working together. Okay. Oops, let me see. So what does active listening do to you and the person? It builds trust. And people will do business with you when they know you, they like you, and they trust you. It increases your like ability. Now, some people go, well, isn't this manipulation? You know, aren't I just listening so that, you know, isn't that just manipulation? Well, not really. If we met in person and I reached out and shook your hand and made eye contact and said, hi, how are you? And, you know, maybe I, I haven't been the most warm person. Maybe that's really out of my comfort zone and maybe... 
But if I've learned to do that because it builds trust, then I'm being authentic in my communication with you. I'm meeting your needs. Okay. I'm going to pause here for a moment. Anybody have a question or comment? And again, I want you to keep it really shorthanded because I've still got a lot to cover. And but I want to I want your participation. If if you've got a question or comment, yeah, Christine, go ahead and unmute. I just wanted to say that if you relax and be a person, be the real you, then it's so much easier to just have a conversation with someone because really that's what you want, isn't it? it that is true, Christine. Yeah. I, absolutely. We want to get centered, relax, and have a conversation. That's why the, if, the... Go ahead. Because if we're relaxed, they're relaxed. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And um, yeah, we want everybody to be relaxed. Absolutely. Yes, um, Renee, Dr. Love. Okay. Thank you so much, Barbara. A great job. I love, I love your presentation. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things I've learned, especially with women, is that we'll be talking about a story, or with people in general sometimes, especially with women, they'll tell you a story about something happened, Valentine's Day, blah, 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 and somebody interjects and interrupts and say, oh, but my husband gave me these flowers and um yes. how do you how do you backpedal with that and because you're in a conversation and you're they mm -hmm. ask you a question you're answering mm -hmm. it as as effectively in a soundbite as much as possible then they interject with oh i have a bigger story or a better story i um uh, i i'm very watchful of my words because we're responsible for what comes out of our mouth but how do you suggest mm -hmm. that you know i haven't completed my story yet would you mind if I complete and then you can continue mm. with yours? Or what would you do in that in that situation? Mm -hmm. Whether it's per, uh, business or personal, how do you mm -hmm. interject that? Because I have a tendency of asking a question and pausing and waiting and really mm -hmm. listening, then asking mm -hmm. more probing questions to a client or a friend. And I finish right. listening. Many times I don't ask, share my story. So I'm. Yeah. that's my question to you, Barbara. Well, and what I hear you asking um, it's a great question, and um, it depends on our role in the conversation. For example, um, last Sunday, I was talking to a friend at my spiritual center, and I was talking with her. So my role in that was, you know, am I a friend? Am I, what is, what's really going on here with me? And she started talking about what she's doing, working in her yard, doing this, doing that. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm working in my yard, too. Oh, and I'm this and I'm that. And she's sharing it with me. She came to a place where there was like a lull in the conversation. And I, I found myself starting to go, oh, I'm working in my yard, too. But I paused. And I did what I called recreate. And we're going to get into that here in just a moment. And what recreating is, is for me to then pause and say, you know, if I'm truly in a place where Dr. Love, it's not about me in that moment, I'm really being a gift to the other person. Then I would say something like, oh man, you're building a coyote fence around your yard. Oh my heavens, and you're doing that all by yourself. Whoa, that's amazing. And you know what she did? 
she talked some more and she shared more about what she was doing. And she, you know, got, she's a, a body worker. She does energy healing. She does all of this and just really listen to her talk about how physically, mentally, spiritually, this feeds her soul. And I got to say, wow, you really, it, it sounds like this serves you because you work so much with people and now you're working in your yard and, and on yourself. She says, oh yeah. And at the end of the conversation, she goes, thank you so much for listening. And so that's how I handle it. And do I call you Dr. Love, Renee, Dr. Gordon? What, what do I call you? No, Barbara, just call me Renee Spine okay. or Dr. Okay. Renee or whatever, whatever you want. Um, my okay. main goal here is to really listen and learn and, okay. and be of service to you and the community, oh. and how I can help you and share Thank and you. listen to you. So did that answer your question? Yes, it did. Okay, Thank you so much. Good. I appreciate your, your knowledge and your wisdom. Sure, you betcha. And Christine, go ahead. I see you have your hand raised, then I'll come down to Amy. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I was just thinking that if you were answering a question and somebody interrupted, <clears throat> you can say, but, but how does that tie into what we were just talking about? And that can then tie the two things together and and make more sense of what you know so, what you want to get out of this person. Yes. So what I think I'm hearing you say, Christine, because Renee did say, you know, if I wasn't quite done and someone interrupts me, how do I handle that? And what I'm hearing you say is that what you would say is, oh, you know, that's that's, that's a great inter interesting, that's interesting. but <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. And oh, and, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah rather than um, that's yeah. interesting. And um, and I would probably not just say it's interesting. I would say, oh, that's interesting. What I hear you saying is, or what mm. I what I get is you're doing this, you know, you you connected it to this, 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 and this. See, one of the things I believe in is I believe that when we are together, we we create um a field of knowing, an energy of knowing. And so sometimes when perhaps I feel like, oh man, they're taking it off on this you know, red herring, or they're going down the rabbit hole, or they're doing whatever, and maybe they are. And what is that saying about who I am in the conversation? So sometimes I'll just pause hmm. and let them go down there. Now, if I'm, if I'm teaching a class and that happens, I might try and, you know, bring people back in and say, you know, that's a great idea. Could we come back to that? Can we put a pin in it? Can we put it on the parking lot? Can we do some mm. of those, those things? Um, but then I will, I, oftentimes what I find is we come back around to that concept anyway. So yeah, I, agree. I trust. I agree with, yeah, I agree oh, with that. And you've you got to, um, every situation is different. And if you mm -hmm. are relaxed and you are really in tune with this person, you get a feeling about, oh, they're going a bit too far and then you can bring them back a bit so it's about really as you said this earlier listening mm -hmm. to them and and knowing what it is you've got to direct it to some degree yes. 
And again, depending on where we are, I remember being with a friend one time, we were going shopping for yarn and we were walking around. I'm, I'm being Barbara. I'm doing what Barbara does. You know, I'm listening, I'm recreating. I'm, and all of a sudden she paused and she looked at me and she said, are you coaching me? And I went, <laughs> oh no, this is just kind of how I show up. <laughs> this is who you get. So anyway, thank you, Christine. And Amy, I saw your hand. You wanted to share? I guess I have different modes of how I am with people. Um, if I'm practicing with a client and I'm coaching, yes, this is the mode that I want to be more in. But this mm -hmm. is not my natural mode. Um, yeah. And <laughs> if somebody wants me to hold space for them and says, I would love to have a conversation, could you hold space for me while I process what's going on? Mm -hmm. And they ask for that request to have more of like a monologue rather than a dialogue. Mm -hmm. Or if I say, would you like my feedback? Do you want my suggestions? Like, like I need, if somebody wants me to be in active listening, that mm -hmm. is definitely not my natural conversational style as an East Coast overlapping. There are different personality styles and different um, mm -hmm. cultural styles. And growing up on the East Coast in the US and um, from like a family, an ethnic family that overlapping speech is considered a sign of enthusiasm and excitement and participation. Oh, I hear you. I get it. Oh, yes. System, let's talk together. <laughs> if my nervous system is calm in a conversation, I'm bored. <laughs> like I want to be like, da -da 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 -da. like, that's how I, I, I am a, you do like um, this. And I can't mm -hmm. tell you how many times I've had to explain to people, like when I go to the West coast, I have to like turn my volume to mm -hmm. simmer. And mm -hmm. when I'm somewhere, they're like, oh, you're so rude. You always interrupt people. I'm like, that's just normal where I'm from. So I need to know who I'm with, mm -hmm. what kind right. of conversation they're looking to have. If yes. you're, if, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm your coach, I'm going to shift into a different mode in my brain. But my yes. natural dialogue right. is like overlapping and interactive and like mm -hmm. it's I say it's it's more like a racquetball court with lots of different balls and everybody has mm -hmm. a racket right like I'm used to hearing numerous conversations yes. at once okay it's not and it's what not I'm, one direction so yeah so I just I'm wanted to say, say that I think what I'm hearing you saying is different that context. we all come into work to the world and into the family we're raised in and we learn certain things and you're absolutely right and it's a whole nother conversation but there are people that are like fast talking. They smile all the time. They love to interrupt. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, if it's not fun, we're not doing it. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> and there are people that go, I will give you short answers. I am going to be monotone in my speech. I may make eye contact with you. I may never smile. Whoo, you know, how do we deal with people? And what I'm teaching is, we're not even getting into the mirroring and matching and all that stuff. But if you can listen and build that relationship with whoever you're speaking to, you will find they like you. They're more apt to have trust built and then go, I don't know about this, Amy. I sure like her. I love her energy. She's like me. Oh my gosh, Amy, what do you do? And this is what I do. And then maybe we can talk over each other. And I'm saying, even in those situations, I try to put myself on the back burner until I know that they that they get who I am 
and I get who they are. So yes, Amy, you're absolutely right. You know, my, my, I guess I would just, yeah, sorry. I guess I would just say that, um, my way of listening Mm -hmm. is probably different than other people's way of listening. And I think that I wanted to make this sort of bring this up and I don't want to, you know, go off on a tangent here, but to say that not everybody listens in silence. I listen energetically. I ask probing, interesting, curious questions about the other person. I'm engaged. I'm giving eye contact. I'm present. I'm like tuned in. Good. So, so just because somebody talks a lot doesn't mean also that they don't listen. And I just wanted to um, put that out there. And I love what you're bringing and I'm not, I, I, I love that, that holding space and having somebody feel heard is such an important Mm -hmm. Somebody feeling seen and feeling heard is such an important need in our world, right? Always, yes. you know, and many of us didn't get that. And it's so valuable. And and I can shift into this gear when I expect it. I just wanted to say that it's not always the Got natural it. gear for every person. And it doesn't, I if I know that it's needed, I'm happy to go there. But um, yeah, it, it has caused Good. some uh, strain in relationships over over years and communities and stuff. And I just wanted to bring it up that different people have different yeah. energetics. Absolutely. So, thank you. I'm going to be quiet now. Thank you. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of move ahead to a slide here. Uh, a couple slides here. Oops, I'm going backwards. That's why it's not working. So what, someone who has worked with me before, we just heard Amy. We heard what's important to her. We heard about who she is and how she shows up and that there are other people energetically in the world that do the same thing. Somebody who has worked with me before and knows what recreating means, please unmute. And I want you to recreate Amy. Melinda. Amy, I I get that your communication style is kind of, loud and boisterous and that's how you were raised and what you learned and in what you do you um you do um you you that have that type of interaction but you also delve in and you um ask questions you ask probing questions to so that you can learn more about the other person so that you can help them and you are just bringing this up because uh, it's a different way of looking at things, different from how Barbara is teaching, but you are open to learning from Barbara. And uh, you just wanted to bring this up because they're all different kinds of communicating and that happens to be your style. And you are from the East Coast and fast, fast talkers there. My son just moved to New Jersey and... <laughs> Yeah. So um, good job, Belinda. Where I'm going to I'm going to grab you and say, give me her emotion. As you heard her speak, if you had to say this was the emotion she was speaking with, what's her emotion, Melinda? First thing that comes to mind is enthusiasm. Okay, good. So what what you could say in your recreating, if I can do a little bit of coaching here, Melinda, it might Always. sound okay. It might sound something like, "Wow, Amy, I hear your what was your word enthusiasm." Mm-hmm. Is that what you said, Melinda? Yes. Okay. Oh, Amy, 
what I hear you say is you have an, an, an enthusiasm about having conversations with people. And you love being in conversations when you can kind of go back and forth. You're good at sitting down, listening, and, and letting the other person, if they request it, have the space. But your enthusiasm really comes from being in that energy of a really dynamic back and forth conversation. Is that what I heard you say? Unmute and let me hear you. Is that what I heard you say? Oh, are you asking me? Yes, yeah. I am. I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm passionate and I'm a verbal processor and I love yeah. to exchange energy in uh, yes. in the verbal field this way. Okay, so, absolutely so Melinda, recreator again with what she just added. What I want you guys to get, if we can get into their emotion, it makes a difference. Go ahead, Melinda. Wow, your your enthusiasm is really com coming out and that that is how you function in the world and how you get to know people and what matters most to you. Is that what and you're saying? Ask her a question. There you go. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead, Melinda. Ask the question. Is is that what I'm is that what I'm hearing? Is there anything else, Amy, that I missed? I feel like a conversation is an energy that goes like this, that it goes between two people in a flow and it spirals and it moves and it shifts and changes. It's a journey. It's like a it's like I'm on a I'm on a an exploration. I'm on an adventure getting to know somebody and I love conversations that allow us to go on this journey together where it's a little bit of a back and forth. That's more my natural state, absolutely. And and that enthusiasm I know can be overwhelming to more introverted people <laughs> and I, I am aware of it. So if I tune into the energy of the other person, I do try to modify myself, Good. but with my closest friends who know me well, it's definitely like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you feel, I feel seen. Good, good. Thank you, Melinda, for participating. Christine, I see your hand. I'll be right with you. What I want you all to know is, yeah, we all get into these conversations normally where you say something and I say something. We both say, oh my gosh, look at this. Ah, oh, we did. We said the same thing at the same time. Woohoo, you know, good, good us. What I look at is when I'm in the world and I'm trying to build my business, and I'm trying to find people that want what I've got. And I'm looking, I'm searching for people that, that are looking to, you know, whatever our jobs are. In those situations, I don't make it about, you know, I can be real low key. I can get enthusiastic. Believe me, I can get all over the place if, if it calls for that. So I'm not saying any, any one person is right, wrong, good, bad, better, worse, any of that. We're all perfect. We're all unique. Um, and what I'm trying to also get you to see, though, what, what Melinda did and what I asked her to do with Amy, is if we can really let the other person know we get them, I heard you. You were enthusiastic. You love this spiraling conversation, These, you know, this conversation, all this the person will say, yes, absolutely. But if I'm trying to see, are they a fit? Am I a fit for, for working with them? I, I have to be in the place I believe of recreating. What did I hear them say? What was the energy I heard them say it in? And I want to get off here in about four minutes because I want y'all to be ready for the collab call. 
but Christine, I do see your hand raised. Yes, go ahead. There were two uh, points, Barbara, that I wanted to raise, and you just broached yes. on that then, um, about uh, um, Amy and, and her enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. um, maybe she needs to look for those types of clients and, and uh, adjust her advertising to attract those kind of people that she's going to automatically fit in with. Maybe. Alternatively, it's about um, emotional intelligence and knowing your triggers and knowing yourself. And, and, and Amy knows some things about herself. Maybe there are other things that she could learn about herself. And when you learn those things, you can learn how to avoid reacting or rather, yes, reacting to those um, triggers and rather responding to them. And then that way you moderate yourself and you're all things to all people. Otherwise, otherwise you're limited to the types of people that you are. Yeah. That's and just how yes, I say it. Absolutely, Christine. And I believe that there, are, if we were to categorize people, there are four types of people. I mean, big, big, big categories. But if I'm in this category, and the only people I, I really, really relate to easily are people in this category, I'm leaving. Oh, there's my thumbs up with my apple. I'm not really doing a thumbs up. That's just my apple thing. Um, <laughs> But if I only work with people in my quadrant, I'm leaving 75% of the, of the apples on the ground and I'm not picking them up. So we've got to, I agree with you, um, Christine, versatility, where I like to show up if we've got four quadrants, I like to show up right in the middle. How can I start here and then move in the direction of the person that I'm working with so that they feel like I get them. Um, Tyson, I've got about two minutes. Anything you want to, to add or have me focus on a little bit more? I mean, my biggest takeaway here is um, really just, just deepen my level of interest. I've got, I've got a friend. His name's Eric. He's a, uh, I know him in person um, from Melbourne and He's the most interested person ever. Mm. He's like the embodiment mm. of how to win friends and influence people. He's it's yeah. incredible. He just, when he's talking with you, he just asks everything about you and he's so interested. And I can tell you right now, he does so much business. Mm. It is phenomenal. The business yes. relationships <laughs> he establishes, what comes his way, everything, because he's so yes. interested. And as we know from the book, the most interesting person is the one who's the most interested. So what Barbara is sharing here, if you, if, if you all can go just that layer deeper with your listening, yes. with being interested, with asking the right questions, um, everything amplifies, right? They yes. trust you. They know if you just reflect, here's what I, here's what I hear you saying. And he, like, here's the energy I hear you saying it from, like they feel understood and everything amplifies from there, doesn't it? We can go for a few more minutes, yes. uh, Barbara, if people have q and I did put the okay. link in the chat for those who want to jump on in 10 minutes for the collaborative call. Okay. Um, Thank you. So, and, yeah, we can go for a few more minutes if you want to, if anyone else has questions or if anything else you want to finish on, Barbara. Can I do a shameless advertisement here? You sure can. Okay. <laughs> um, I love this quote. Being hurt is so close to being loved that for the average person, they are almost indistinguishable. 
when we listen. So what's next? Please, as Tyson just said so beautifully, go out and, and play and practice. Get out of your comfort zone. If you don't like asking questions, start asking questions. If, if, you don't, if you don't like listening, start listening. If you've never recreated anybody before, get out there and start doing it. Maybe, you know, some of the, the group stuff that we're doing here. Um, I am creating a Facebook group called Authentic Connections. You can look for me, um, BF Dawson. Yeah, my initials are BFD for anybody that gets that. And... <laughs> I am teaching a course online. We've finished the first one on the 22nd. There'll be five more Thursdays. And this is really focusing on the sales cycle. It's how do we take people through a sales process? Anybody can learn to sell. It's not a dirty word, it's service. So if you're interested in doing that, you can click on the, the QR code Here's my contact information. Um, reach out to me. Let's talk. I'd love to have a conversation. So I'm going to stop my share now and answer any other questions that people have. Melinda, you still have your hand raised. Did you have a question or have you just not taken it down? Oops, and you're muted. I, I'm on my phone, so it's always challenging. Oh. To do, okay. I just... Lower hand. Okay. Okay. okay thank you. Yeah. And uh, Renee, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Barbara, great presentation. Love your slides. Love your oh, quotes. You. Um, two questions. Have you written a book? <laughs> no, no, I spent a day starting to write a book about authentic communication. It's sitting in the computer. Okay. So if you want to have a conversation about that, I've written 11 and I just had my book launch recently. It's a number one bestselling international book as well as uh, on Amazon and I'm an international bestselling author as well. Second question yes. is, do you like birds and do you have birds at home? I have 42 <laughs> parrots at home, big highest of parrots and cockatoos. No, I don't. I have um, sparrows and house finches. And then sometimes in the spring, I get a peacock. Oh, yay. I love finches, too. Um, <laughs> I have Ghoulian finches. This is our repertoire back and forth. Yes. Ghoulian finches. And I, and if I we have... were to make it differently, what yes. I would do is I would recreate what you said. And I would say, oh, so you've got how many birds? Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of birds. Are they inside? Are they outside? Where yeah. are all these birds? You know, yeah. I would get into that conversation. But for right now, I'm just looking for quick Q&As. Yeah. Okay, so Barbara, that was fantastic. I just loved it. And I wanted to ask you about a book and about if you like birds. That's all. Yeah. You answered it perfectly. And I would say, why would she think I like birds? Oh, were there birds paid, on my slides? Yeah, yeah I paid attention. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Seems you did. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you Anybody so much. else? You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank Any you. Any other questions, comments? Raise your hand, wave at me. Or just get on to the collab. Barbara, this is Jill. Do you hey, have Jillian. a way of, when you're in a conversation, my brain works and, oh, I've got to remember to tell them this. And then I mm -hmm. get so caught up in the fact that I don't want to forget it that yeah. I realize I haven't. And it's like, so, now what do I do? Do I sit there with a notepad? Yes. 
I'm in my Make I'm in note. my seventies. It doesn't stay. And then That's I get to the end and I think, what did I want to say? And then right. it's annoying, and I then I'm mad with myself because I know I yes. haven't. I've missed it because I'm mm-hmm. having that internal of I mustn't forget right. this conversation. And Jillian, what I do is I keep a notepad. I I take okay. notes, copious notes. And what I'm listening to. People don't for think you're are, strange when you're doing that. <laughs> I generally say, is it okay if I take notes? Okay. Or, you know, on All Zoom, right. who knows what I'm doing down here? But what okay. I do then, Gil- Jillian, is I also make note of their words. What okay. word are they saying? I heard you say that you 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 think, oh, I need to say this, I need to say this, and then it comes to this, your time to say something. You go, oh shoot, I. What was I going to say? And at at your age, you go, oh my gosh, it's frustrating. Well, if I've written down a couple of notes, then it makes it easier. And I am, I'm conscious of the time. So I'm going to keep turning it over to you, Tyson. When do you want us to get off? Yeah, that's okay. We'll wrap it up. But thank you. Thank you everyone for being here. I mean, my, my, I urge you to all go out and practice, just practice this. We all do collaborative calls. We all do networking calls. Go out and practice this just one step at a time. Reach out to Barbara, add it to your network if you haven't already. Get involved with her Facebook group and everything she's doing. Um, she, um, no doubt you can reach out and put, um, she can share all the information with you. Yeah. But How do we hire her. Barbara? How do we hire her as a coach? How do we do that? Well, I'm not going to cover that right now. Um, but if okay. you want to reach out, we'll have a conversation. We can do that. Okay, thank you. Sure. If anyone <laughs> anyone's connected with me, reach out to me. I'll connect you with Barbara. Um, to make sure that introduction's made because this is so important. So we've got to jump off because the collaborative call starts in a few minutes. The the uh, link's there in the chat for anyone who wants to jump on, meet some new people. <laughs> Thank you all. And th- we'll see you next Thank time. Thank you, Tyson. For being here. And Okay, bye-bye. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.